You are listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. Good morning. This is Michelle Bentham, host of Blooming Inspired Podcast, and I have a very special guest joining me for the show today. Her name is Jamie Hull. Jamie and I met while we were both attending the Advanced Writers and Speakers Association Conference near Nashville, Tennessee in August, and Jamie is Um, a protege mentor and for the time being I am a protege in the 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 community of advanced writers and speakers um, working to publish my first book but Jamie has several books out there and we're going to be talking about some of these things today but what I really want to do right now is share a little bit about Jamie's heart with you before I introduce her. Jamie is a dynamic speaker and passionate mentor, and she motivates her audiences to invest in others through mentoring. She has been shaped by countless mentors over the past and now has the privilege of mentoring millennial women for the past 35 years. She is a church mentoring consultant. She trains church leaders how to successfully produce mentor programs. She has a number of books, like I mentioned. One of them is Face to Face, Discovering How Mentoring Can Change Your Life, and was released in April 2016. She's written hundreds of articles for her own website and for online media, and she has appeared on TV shows and even a show with Dr. Gary Chapman about building relationships. Jamie is an authentic connector, and she is passionate about inspiring people to connect with others through face-to-face mentoring relationships. She's on a mission to intentionally develop a mentoring movement, and she has spent a lifetime encouraging people to invest in others and make a positive difference in today's culture. She has uh, been married since 1980, and she lives in Franklin, Tennessee with her husband, John. Uh, Being with her family is Jamie's favorite way to spend her time, and she and John love to hang out with their three adult kids and their spouses and adore every minute of their four beautiful grandchildren. Welcome to the show, Jamie. Thanks, Michelle. I am so excited. I love to talk about mentoring, and it's so cool that I actually know you because we were together face-to-face, so that's exciting. Yeah, we did. We met face to face at the Austin conference. <laughs> we sure and, did. <laughs> and, yeah, because Jamie was in charge of the group that I was in, and, I, and I, I was so thankful for it. As a matter of fact, I just raised my hands and said, I have a podcast, and that's kind of where we made our connection. So she's going to tell you a little bit about herself and her God story this, this morning, and then uh, we will just talk into mentoring and anything that she wants to share today. The floor is yours. Okay. Well, listener, I want to tell you a little bit about me because I went to church every time the door was open. My mother was the choir director. She also ran the family stuff. So every event, everything was happening. We were going to church all the time. So I thought I really had that together, but she was a musician and so was I. And so she would direct the musicals and I would do all of them plus what was at school. So we were living at the time in a little country town called Littlestown, Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) What a name. And it was a great place to live. And it was only one Amtrak 
four hour ride to New York City. So when it, so you know what, I decided when I grow up, I'm going to take that Amtrak and I'm going to New York City and I'm going to be a Broadway <laughs> star. And so that's what I did. I went to New York City and I was working it and going to NYU to be an actress and a singer. And uh, well, I'll just be honest with you. I was totally out of my comfort zone. I was lost, disconnected. And every time I would go to any kind of audition or anything at all, there were thousands of other people that were doing it just like me. You see, in my little town, I was the center of attention. So I thought, oh, I'm it. I'm, I'm, and I'm going to go to New York City <laughs> and I'm going to tell them I'm here. But you know what? So was everyone else. So when I was invited to go to a Christian concert on a Saturday night, you know what? I thought, this is me, man. This is my comfort zone. I feel comfortable. So I went to this Christian concert and the gentleman that was singing, was singing songs I'd never heard before. It was called Contemporary Christian Music. Whoa. And so everyone around me loved it. They were humming and clapping. They were doing this thing called raising their hands. I didn't know what was going on. So when it was over, he gave his testimony and explained heaven and hell and salvation, which maybe someone did before, but I had never connected the dots. And so when he asked and made the invitation, I raised my hand and I thought, I want this immediately. But the problem was I left there but I didn't know what to do with all that. So the very next day I went to Times Square, I went into church and again, it was speaking my language because it was a refurbished old theater. So with the theater seats were perfect, the chandelier, the lights, everything was great. But once again, when the pastor started talking, everyone singing, I felt like I didn't know what they were talking about. So when it was over, I went forward and I said, look, I went to church all my life. I thought I knew what God was all about, but obviously I don't. Last night I accepted Christ into my heart, but I need help. Well, this church had decided that when God sent them someone that needed help, that they would immediately assign them a mentor. So if you can imagine I have only, Michelle, my entire life walked about eight hours alone in my faith. Hmm. That's hmm. amazing, isn't it? That is amazing. Like that is, um, that is, you've, you've had somebody to, to walk you down the road almost every step of the way. That's beautiful. I have every step of the way. And I thought, oh, okay, this is what the real church does. They assign you mentors, you get a mentor, you walk through life and there, you know, you still struggle, but you got someone to do it with. But after John and I got married and we moved away from New York City and went up and down the East Coast, I'd go into churches and I'd say, hey, we're just newly married. We need mentors. Can you help us? And they looked at us with these big question marks on their face. And they're like, well, if you find one, you know, let us know. So after many years of complaining to God, you know how that works. You know, you say, God, why isn't anybody mentoring? What's going on? And he very gently in his loving, loving way said, okay, time for you to stop just worrying about it and complaining, do something and be a solution. So that's why I started mentoring others. And I just decided, okay, since I can't, now, of course, I've always had my mentor that was from New York City in my life. But as the years have gone on and we've moved around, I've found someone and God pursued me and, and would 
open doors so I could find others. But I have a passion to reach out and to teach not only the older generation how to be a, a mentor, but then how to rise up and reach out and become the mentor millennials need um, because they can't do life alone. They need us to pour into them. That's good. That's so good. So tell me a little bit about um, your experience with mentoring with millennials. What have you found that they need that may be unique to them? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not new, new, uh, unique to them, but they need to have someone be willing to put aside one hour a week just to sit down over a cup of coffee or to take a walk if it's during lunch break or walk in the park, but they need one hour where it's just you and they, and you're working it out. You're talking face-to-face, person-to-person, heart-to-heart, and you're pouring out into them by listening. Um, The millennial generation is tired of us trying to fix them, pointing our finger at them, telling them what's wrong with them, and not really being good listeners. They need encouraged. I know everyone does, but they need it. For some reason, we have just shoved this millennial generation over to the side. And it's kind of like we said, okay, after they turned about 16 or 17, or maybe the first minute they walk into college, good, all done. You're on your own now. And they need to be known and they want us to know them by name. And instead of saying, I'll pray for you and never pray, I, they, they are shocked when I tell them um, I've been praying for them or when I send them a text halfway through the week and say, well, how did the job interview go? Right. They're not used to us doing that, you know, yeah. so that is the big deal to the millennials. Well, you know, and you think about the generation that they've come up in, they have instant communication at their fingertips from the time that they were in middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know my girls had that. And, and so they're, they're constantly in communication with people. So communication is a high value. Right. And, and Mm -hmm. so then also they're in digital communication. So that, that speaks to the face-to-face communication that why it's so important to have that human connection in the real world. Yes. They on the digital world. Right. They know they have maybe a thousand friends on Facebook, but only a couple that really are friends. You right. know, they get that. They get that. And um, they, they are been exposed to and required to learn so much information because of Google and all the digital social media and their jobs require it of them because their bosses are baby boomers and older who don't know how to do digital work. So they right. lean on them a lot. So they have all the information they need but they don't know how to discern right from wrong. And they, need, they don't need information. They need transformation. They need a relationship with you yeah. and I and the older generation where we pass on our faith and our love for Jesus. Yeah, something that you and I would have gotten across the dinner table with our parents, even after we got out of high school, they aren't getting that same quality of relationship with older generations, the way that we would have gotten it. I can remember working with a lady named Miss Estabel when I was in my twenties and I worked in a restaurant and she made homemade desserts. And so I would willingly go in the kitchen and work with her to learn what she knew about making these desserts. And it's the exact same thing. They want real authentic relationships with people. 
Um, and, and I think that you're right. It, the people that I've impacted the most of that generations are the ones that I have spent time with who I've poured into who, when they called me, I responded to that phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ones that, that I have lost touch with and, and, and don't reach out to, those are the ones that, that, that seem to be less inclined towards me. And, you know, I remember when my kids were in youth, they asked me to send out encouragement notes to my youth group that I was responsible for. And I did. And the leader was like, you're making us look bad. (laughs) And I was like, I'm just doing what you told me to do. But I think about that. Like, how often do they get a note in the mail or a face-to-face with coffee Mm -hmm. with an older person who's invested in them? And so... um, Yes, I'm... This is... um, This is where we have a real problem because in churches across America and maybe the world, we have made checklists. We say mission trip, check. Um, Youth group leader, check. Sunday school teacher, check. Uh, Poured into a millennial for a little bit at least, check. But they're not looking for that. They do not want to be on a checklist. They want a relationship where it lasts, you know, and they'll say to me, and they're so, millennials are fantastic. They're so authentic, gut honest, and they'll (laughs) just say to you what's going on. So, and they'll say to me, Jamie, don't give me that garbage about going to church because at church, you tell me I have to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ to be saved but there's not one person in your church that has a personal relationship with me. They don't care about me. That's so important. It is. It is. And if you think about it, when we go to church, all of us, it's a monologue. We go in, we sit down, we sit in the pew and the pastor, although everything he's saying is true and he's reading scripture, he's doing everything right. It's a monologue though. He's talking. The person sitting in the pew, well, or the chair, whatever the case may be, we're just looking at the backs of heads. We're not looking at each other in face-to-face. So, right. um, so what, how are we going to change that? Well, we can't change church, but we have to change where we care to know others. And so, so we have two distinct groups here, Michelle, that we're talking about. We're talking about the older generation deciding to mentor and the younger generation re well, I should say, trusting us again and reconnecting. So let me speak into both of them. The older generation says to us, look, that younger generation, they don't want to know us. We know that. And anyway, I don't know anything about digital stuff. So I'm not going to be able to relate. That statement is so common. And guess what? It is not from the Lord. The enemy wants to divide and keep us out there so we're isolated. That's and he, t- he tells us all these things that are not truth because he is the liar that we know he is. First of all, the millennials would love to have a relationship like you had, Michelle. They'd love for you to ask them over to their house and cook with them and bake with them. They would love that. And I'm going to just plant in your mind right now, don't do Christmas this year without a millennial. Invite them over for cookies. Invite them to teach them how to do it. Um, The second thing is, you don't know any digital. Well, you know what? You need to learn because (laughs) the millennials learn all the time. And you can learn. Um, 
this is, I'm giving you like, you know, I love to go speak to different people like you do. And so I'm giving you a little bit of my spiel, but I want to share it with you anyway, so that the people that are in our older generation can really get it. That's right. So, so be encouraged. If you are going on a missions trip, some of the things you will do is number one, learn their language. Number two, if you're going somewhere where you need to really dress like they do, like some places you go, they don't want their women in pants. They want them in, in a skirt. Well, we, we would do that, right, Michelle? Right. We'd do whatever it takes to learn to do the mission so we can go across the country and pour into that group of people. Exactly. Okay. Digital. Mm-hmm. That's their language. That's right. Are you willing to put aside your fears and learn the language of the millennials and Gen Z so that we can reach them for Christ? And the answer needs to be, of course I will. That's right. You don't have to be great at it. Yeah. You don't have, but, but you have to try to have an email list so they can email you. That would be great. So then there's the millennial. The millennial says, yeah, the, the media tells us they, that, the older people think we're dumb and we don't want to be connected. And, and my word to the millennials is turn off everything that you're hearing from media, social media, um, and ask the person. So here it is. You're going to have to go walk across the hallway or walk across the lobby or walk to them in the store and start the conversation. And it can be something as simple as, I noticed you're buying all baked goods. Are you baking cookies for Christmas? That's so cool. I remember my grandma. And just start the conversation and see what happens. But we cannot be in isolation and then expect to grow because it's not going to happen. And, of course, with your blooming creative expression, you know all about that. So um, so I encourage the millennials and, and the men and the older generation boomers and the silent generation that we need to just go ahead and be a little bit brave, step out of our comfort zone and walk across the room to each other and start communicating. So uh, my mentors always say, I don't know how to do this. And so that's why I created an online course that they can go to my website, jamieleehall.com and they can get that. It's not very expensive, but it goes through four different modules on how you can become the mentor millennials want and need. And it would be so awesome if Michelle, just you and I weren't trying to mentor the whole world because we can't right. do it. We need <laughs> more. people. Yeah. <laughs> we need help. So join us. I love that. I love that. How else can they connect with you on social media? Uh, Sure. Um, my Facebook page is Jamie Hall, author and speaker. And I have a Twitter, Jamie Hall, and uh, Instagram and Pinterest. But um, I would love for you, I, I'm an encourager. I know you are too, Michelle. So that's what I do. I encourage and I um, try to empower men and women to walk across the room and start mentoring each other. And, you know, I tell everyone this is a win win situation. The older generation is sitting in the church thinking God's put them on the shelf. What yep. am I supposed to do now? And I want to encourage them. Don't take your God stories to the grave. Please leave them here with the next generation. And then the millennials, I know you've been burnt or you've watched even worse. You've watched your parents get burnt 
by the church. I know that. And I want to stand in the gap right now with Michelle. She's with me. And we're saying, I'm sorry, church, we've messed up. We're not perfect. We're human. But you're going to have to give it another try. You're going to have to try. Just, you know, we got plenty of flavors. So you have to watch what flavor you pick in church. You want to have a Bible-believing church. but But don't walk away just from community because you were hurt. You're going to have to give us another try and work at it. And most importantly, before you do anything, just ask the Lord, can you help me, Lord? I really need to do life with another human being. You don't have to do life alone. That wasn't God's plan. So that's my encouragement today. I love that. Um, So when you're talking about the millennials and the baby boomers and and cross-connecting, I'm thinking about all those parents of prodigals out there that are standing in the gap waiting for their kids to come home, but they're missing their kids at Christmas and they're missing their kids at different times. And what a great opportunity to pour into someone else's kid to bring that, because a lot of times our kids can't hear that message from us, but they will hear it from someone else. And then that will draw them back to us. So what if we poured in by faith to other people's kids while we're waiting for our kids to come home? I just think about that as being being a way that God designed us to give us spiritual children. Or if you're a parent who's lost a child like me, what if you were pouring into someone else's child and helping them to grow in the Lord and making a difference in their life just the way you would be trying to do with your own child? I just think that that's a that these that mentoring is a powerful way that you can still express those things that maybe are lost to you in this season, but that God will make a way with others. Because I know with my son's loss, I remember him telling you, "You lost one, but I will give you many." Mm-hmm. And talking about spiritual children, and I did. I walked with those teenagers that were around him for a season, and so I, I just see it, what you're talking about as being so important because the millennials are seen as a lost generation to the church. They're walking away in big numbers because there's not much available to them. And Mm -hmm. so what a beautiful picture of God's heart for these young people that um, feel like there aren't a lot of people out there that care about what's happening to them. And if we would just sit and I loved what you said, it's a it's it's the art of listening, not trying to give them something, but trying to to hear what they're saying from their perspective and then offer them back the love and the encouragement of God in that, mm-hmm. in that experience. Yeah, absolutely. And mentoring is so easy because all you're doing is being Jesus with skin on for another person. They need to hear and see that Jesus loves them and yeah. that they care. So you listen. But um, the blessing is that we have missed it. We are so confused. We have pulled away from each other. So the mentoring movement has got to be where we can actually pour into each other. So the older generations are like, I I don't know if I can do this, but you can, because there's no pressure. You don't need a seminary degree. You're just sharing your stories. You're listening, encouraging, and you're being Jesus with skin on. That's easy. That's what we're supposed to do. And so I just love that about mentoring. And I know that we can change lives, but we've got to step forward and make one step at a time. So um, tell us a little bit about how our listeners can hear more from you through your podcast. Uh, We haven't touched on that, but I would love to touch on that and just share your podcast with our listeners since that's a bit of what we're about here. 
Sure. Well, my podcast is called Face-to-Face Mentoring Podcast. You see, I have two books. One is Face-to-Face, Discover How Mentoring Can Change Your Life. And that's the how-to, how it looks, what, it, what happens in it. I even talk about conflict and the whole thing. So I wrote it as if you pulled up a chair and I'm mentoring a millennial. So it's written for the millennial and it's written for a mentor who wants to figure out how to do it. And then my second book is Side by Side, Eight Conversations to Build Your Confidence in Christ. So it's an eight-week Bible study because a lot of times I'll do these trainings in churches and they come back to me and they say, well, that was great the first like five or six weeks, but we don't know what to do after that. So I (laughs) I wrote this, and what I did is I took, you know, there were like 50 normal questions that millennials ask me in a mentoring relationship, and then I narrowed it down to the top eight. So each one of those are a chapter in the book, and that's, you know, basically it's, they don't build on each other, so you can just pour out one, you know, like one says, I'm exhausted, where's God? Or (laughs) I see God answering everyone else's prayers, what about mine, you know? So all of those questions are important. So my podcast, I love to interview people like you or anyone that has a little bit of a mentoring um, story, and then we get to hear what God's doing in their lives. So that's why it's very important. What we're doing is mentoring means I'm willing to share my God story with you. You share yours with me. And that's what our podcasts do. Right, Michelle? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So how did they find your podcast? Are you on iTunes? And- yes, I'm on iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, and then, of course, at my website, jamieleehall.com slash podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, love that. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show today. Is there a word of encouragement that you would offer to a parent who is waiting for their millennial to come home? Mm-hmm. Start praying today right this moment, for God to send them a mentor. Say, God, surround them with a hedge of protection, and then God, send them a mentor that'll pour Jesus into them and bring them back to you. I I mentor millennials, and the reason I say I will reach a millennial a 100,000 times quicker than anyone else by mentoring them, because they need us. They want that one-on-one relationship. So, Pray that God would send your child, that prodigal that's walked away, a mentor that loves Jesus, and then say, and to, to show you, I believe you'll answer my prayer, God, I'm going to mentor someone else's kid. Love it. And, and as you mentor someone else, God in his, I mean, incredible way starts bringing people into their lives. Um, I can't explain it. But I will tell you, I've seen it happen over and over again. So it's very encouraging. So, Yeah, I love that. Um, would you just take a moment to, to pray for my listeners today and, and just however the Lord leads you to pray? Mm-hmm. love Let- that. Okay, let's pray, Lord. Lord, God, we need you. We can't do life alone. It's so important for us, no matter what season of life we're in, that we say to you, we need help. And oh, Lord, the millennials, they are the most incredible. Oh, they, they're just a gift from you. Thank you so much for this generation who is gifted, educated, have so much potential. They're so bold. They love you, Lord. And for those that have walked away from you, they don't want to be there. They don't want to do life alone. So Lord, I pray tonight, today, while anyone is listening, that they would know, gotcha, that they 
need to mentor the next generation. And Lord, I pray that you would rise up a church body that would do this in the name of Jesus, that you would rise up the millennial, that you would rise up the mentor and connect them. Lord, we pray against the enemy who puts us in isolation and makes us believe we're all alone when we're not. So Lord, we work through that and we're asking you, you say in Psalm 84, 11, no good thing will you withhold from those who walk in your path. So Lord, for the listener listening right now that knows you, May you help him walk, help him or her walk across the path to a millennial and say, hey, you want to grab a cup of coffee? Let's talk. Lord, help us to be better listeners. We have been so bad at trying to fix everything. We've been so bad of using our mouth when we should have been shutting it and letting you talk. So Lord, I ask you, Holy Spirit, do whatever it takes for us to change and that we will boldly with humble hearts reach the next generation for you. In the name of Jesus, who is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Again, thank you for being on the show today. Be sure to check her out, uh, especially this, these books that she's offering and the training that she offers. Go to jamieleehull.com and like her on Facebook, connect with her there, reach out to her if you have questions and check out her podcast on iTunes and on iHeartRadio and Stitcher. Um, thanks again, Jamie, for being on the show today. So glad oh. that you're with us. Thank you. You've been such a blessing. Don't you just love Jamie? Uh, I have. I loved her from the first minute that we walked into that room and she began to share her passion and her heart for mentoring others, especially millennials, in a face-to-face, side-by-side fashion. And so that's all the time we have for today. But I want to thank you for tuning in to Blooming Inspired Podcast. If this podcast has been a benefit to you, would you please like it? Love it if you love it and share it with the people in your sphere of influence. Let them know what we're doing here at Blooming Inspired Network where we exist to equip and empower women to walk in their role and reign in God's kingdom. Do you have a story to tell just like Jamie where you would want to be on our show as a guest? Well, we would love to have you because we're all about equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. And that means someone who is living out their purpose, their passion, their identity in Christ in a way that affects the kingdom of God. And they're an influencer, a leader in their community and their home. Maybe you've wanted to try your hand at podcasting, but don't know where to start. Blooming Inspired Podcast Network is here for you. I will coach you through the process of developing your podcast and getting it out on the airwaves through the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. I help you with things like creating your own song loops so you have intro music, helping you to define the purpose of your podcast and develop show promos and introductions and things like that. I also help you by helping you learn how to use software to edit your sound footage and edit your podcast. So there are lots of things that we can do together to help get you equipped and empowered to get your voice out there. And I would love to spend more time talking with you. If you would like to be a guest on the show, or if you would like to um, talk more about hosting your own podcast here at Blooming Inspired Podcast Network, please email michelle.bentham, that's M-I-C-H, 
E L L E dot Bentham. B is in boy, E N is in Nancy, T is in Tom, H A M is in Mary at bloominginspirednetwork.com. I'd be happy to set up a time for us to talk and to connect and to figure out what it is that God wants us to do in sharing your story here at our network. With that said, I want to remind you that tomorrow at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Jennifer Eichenhorst is continuing her five-week series um, on how to move forward, which is a follow-up study to her interview with Tina Boyd and and her testimony about how God brought her through um, a season where she was dealing with how to overcome causing an accidental death or injury. And so it's a really great study. It's a really great discussion. And I hope you'll tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 p.m. Central Time. That's Accidental Hope Podcast. You can find them on Facebook at Accidental Hope. And we'll be um, broadcasting right here tomorrow afternoon on the Blooming Inspired Network Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash Blooming Inspired. With that said, I want to say to you, remember, blooming where your planet is the first step to living your wildest dreams, so live your lives blooming alive. Thank you for listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast on the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time. Please take a moment to like and share and subscribe to this podcast. To learn more about this podcast and its network or the ministries of Blooming Inspired Network, please visit bloominginspirednetwork.com and click the podcast link at the top of the page.